Hello and welcome to another episode of Preview Review. I didn't come up with a transition for this episode, so <laughs> if anybody else wants I'm to take listening. it, it's open. My name is Ryan Toon. There we go. I'm, I'm the first person to say their name on today's podcast. And I'm Tyler Ellison, the second person to say their name on today's podcast. And if you don't know what this podcast is, why are you listening? Stop go away no keep listening oh i guess i mean you can if you want to but it feels weirdly hey intimate guys. hey <laughs> I'm, I'm jose we haven't introduced you I'm, yet I'm, I'm here too get I've back been... in the cage <laughs> yeah we'll introduce you I'll when it's back. time go back to the guest waiting area please okay this is a movie trailer podcast where ryan and i get together sometimes with a special guest that hasn't been introduced yet to discuss the trailers or previews as you may know them for upcoming movies and what kind of vibe they give us what we expect mm, of that movie whether we yeah. think it looks good looks bad looks interesting looks questionable looks quirky um, all that stuff looks interessante yeah and we are uh you know, here at the onset of summer movie season, we have lots of exciting releases coming up this summer. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to talk about almost every trailer we have slated for the podcast today. Me too. These include Thor, Love and Thunder, Nope, Lightyear, and Elvis. Lots of one-word movies taken over today. I mean, Thor, and even Thor has like a subtitle, which does not really count. It's like Thor, Nope, Lightyear, Elvis. Well, it's not Thor because Thor came out in 2001. Yeah, but like, you know, it's a subtitle, so it doesn't really count. Thor 4? Why didn't they call it that? It could Thor rhyme. Four. It'd be fun. Anyway, what? what do you think, special guest Jose <laughs> Mercado? Yes, on today's episode, we're joined by Jose! My intro! Thank you, thank you guys. Yes, you may know hello, Jose hello. from his uh, world-famous Instagram account, poke.mon.trainer. Oh yes, that is me, Pokemon Trainer, collecting and becoming the very best. Yes, but this is not a Pokemon podcast. This is a movie podcast. So, Jose, right. there's Pokemon tell movies. Tell us a little bit about. We t- already covered Detective Pikachu. We did, that but there's other one. Pokemon movies. We never did the Power of Us. Jose, yeah. tell us a little bit about your movie history. When, what age did you start getting into movies? What are oh, some movies man. that mean a lot to you? I love movies. I watched movies as a kid. It's always something that we did growing up, and like some of my favorite movies as a kid was like Angels in the Outfield. Mm. Love that movie. You know, um, I have other movies I, I would say, but they're going to be part of the game, guys. Oh, so yeah. No, spoiler alert. Spoiler spoil alert. Do you have, like, an early movie memory? Or do you remember, like, the first movie you saw in theaters? Yeah. Oh, no. not I don't really remember theaters, like, at a young age, but, like, one of the first movies at a young age was Twister. Ooh, Twister. And that was, Classic. it kind of, like, traumatized me, but I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that's, like, pretty intense. Yeah, it was really intense for, as a kid, but loved it. That one, Angels in the Outfield, and then other ones that will be shown These are later. The frequent VHS rotation at Jose's mm-hmm. house. Twister, mm-hmm. Angels in the Outfield, <laughs> and mystery movies. <laughs> well, no one's going to ask oh, me because no. I'm the host of this podcast, so I never get asked. But <laughs> my first movie that I saw in theaters was Barney's Great Adventure, in oh, case anybody's wow. wondering. It's the one with the rainbow egg. I can I've never seen it. <laughs> I've seen it on VHS. Yeah, that Ooh. was the VHS tower at my house when yeah. I was growing up. Nice. Stacked. Totally. Barney's Great Adventure and the Slot of Honor. Um, well, thanks so much for being here with us, Jose. We're excited to talk about all these movies, uh, with you. Happy to be here. Or, we're not talking about the movies, we're talking about the no, trailers. The trailers. To be specific. <laughs> yep. The trailers. Yep. Do you have a favorite movie trailer that you've, like, let's say the last, like, year or two, is there, like, a movie trailer that you have, like, That's, like stuck a good you. memory or a bad memory of it? You're like, this trailer, I, like, remember seeing it all the time and it was awesome or it was I terrible. I really love the trailer of Us. Oh, gosh, Ooh, so good. So, uh, I've got I really, five on it. Yeah, this is why I wanted to be on this episode with Nope. Because I, I just love Jordan Peele, and nice. his movies have 
captivated. What about Keanu? One of the best trailers ever. Yes. Did that win the preview for best trailer Keanu? two years ago? No, Us. Oh, uh, no. I feel like it might let have. Me, let me check my record. Get back, <laughs> get back to me. All right, but before we jump into the trailers that we're going to be talking about today, we do have to always make time for a recurring segment where Ryan tells us about movies that we previously preview-reviewed that he's seen and uh, what he thinks about them. So it's time for Ryan's Review Roundup. I was letting the theme music play, you Tyler. Say, you say cue the theme music. That's the cue for the music. They don't know to play it. Oh, shit. I was just waiting here awkwardly. <laughs> well, Mr. Editor, play theme music. Ryan's Review Roundup. Hot okay. damn, that theme music <laughs> is so incredible. So uh, Ryan, let us know. What'd you see? What'd you think? Well, I saw the latest from Dr. Stefano Strangio. He's out there multiversing it up. And this man is out there going wishy-washy-wishy with his hands, doing the wax on, wax off, open up the portals. It was such a fun time in the theater. Uh, honestly, it's not as hype as some of the Marvel movies, but it's not a bad Marvel movie. I feel like a lot of people online are giving it flack because they're not. it's not everything they built up in their head. But... It is what exactly it sets out to be. I think it's a great movie from director Sam Raimi. I think all the actors do a great job. Especially uh, Elizabeth Olsen carries that movie with her performance as Scarlet Witch. Just giving a heartbreakingly uh, villainous performance from a character we used to love so much. And it's a villain that you can understand where she's coming from. A lot of people don't understand her motivations. Um, But to them I say, like, grief, you know, it's messy. You go through stages. Sometimes at the end of your own TV show, you feel like you got everything together, and then you experience like corruption from a demonic book, and you have to go try to kill a multiversal being. You know, it happens. So the best of us. Yeah. Um. So I think this movie is a lot of fun. If you're a big Marvel fan, you've probably already seen it. Um. But if you're waiting for it to come out on Disney Plus, uh, it'll be there pretty shortly. I think it comes out in June on Disney Plus. So. Uh, have fun watching it at home, but I do think it's a fun theater experience. Tyler, you also saw Doctor Strange, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was fun. Cool. It was a good time. Uh, Jose, have you seen Doctor Strange? I have not. I am late. Are you going to watch it on Disney Plus? I probably will. Well, uh, Jose, you know when you're on Disney Plus, you can also watch another movie. Hmm. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. Dude, this movie has everything. Uh, honestly, I don't think I've ever laughed as much at a bottle of body wash as I have in the Chippendale movie. I don't know if the, if that's a deep Such cut a or if it, if it so stood out to all of you too. Did you guys watch it? No. no. Oh, okay. Um, well, I won't spoil it. But I think it's just a deep cut, honestly. Uh, but Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a lot of fun. Uh, it's got a lot of fun cameos, but it's also got heart. Like, if you don't know the Chippendale movie or the Chippendale cartoon show from the 80s and 90s, it doesn't matter. Just go in. It's like Roger Rabbit, but for the 21st century. A lot of fun quick gags, um, a lot of fun cameos, and honestly, it does the, like, it's the best version of the, oh, look, it's the thing I know type of movie. You know, like, Free Guy is an, oh, look, it's the thing I know. And Ready Player One is a, oh, look, it's the thing I know type movie. I think Chippendale Rescue Rangers is, like, one of the best, oh, look, it's the thing I know movies. Um, and it's really funny, so you should give it a watch. And it's on Disney+, Plus, so you probably already have that because you gotta stay strapped for Mando Season 3. Oh, yeah. You know it. But, I mean, while you're waiting, you can watch Chippendale. It's fun. Great. 
Sounds like a fun time. You got me. I want to watch it. All right, we're going to watch it right now. Let's watch it right now. Let's go. All right. Uh, We're going to be back in about an hour and 45 minutes. Fun movie, right, guys? That was great. I'm still laughing my ass off. Shampoo (laughs) bottle, am I right? I thought you said it was body wash. You said body wash. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Which one was it? It's a two. Mandela effect. It's a three in one. (laughs) We gotta watch it again. All right, we'll be back in another hour and 45 minutes. Oh my gosh, the toothpaste joke was so funny. <laughs> Dude, when he pulled out the shaving cream. Oh, <laughs> not the lotion. Ooh. Well, um, okay. I don't even know how to wrap up that segment, so we're going to move forward. we got to play the Ryan's review roundup music just again. There's no outro music. <laughs> just play it in reverse. You know how in long reverse. it took you to get intro music? I had to do it myself. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Uh, Jose, before we talk about the first trailer, we, you loaded this earlier. We would love to play a game with you where love Ryan it. and I try to guess uh, some of your favorite movies of all time based only on the audio of their trailer. Would you Would you lead us in this game for us? I am ready. I have the first one right here. All right, ready. let's do okay. it. So how much, how, how much audio are you giving us? Wait, it's we about need buzzers, Ryan. We need our buzzers. A minute and 54 seconds. Wait. We don't need that much That's time. too much seconds. Well, we can put... I think you play us the first, like... 10 seconds, and if neither of us... Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I don't know. Actually, maybe he should just play it until one of us buzzes in. Okay, okay. One minute. I need a buzzer. What if we do Among Us? Oh! I like the Among Us and the buzzer. What if I do okay. Family Feud? I am ready. With 10 seconds. Family Feud doesn't work. There Wait, that's go. too similar to mine. Mine's also... That's one delayed. I'm gonna do Among Us. Mine's a little delayed, too. Okay. So, if you hear Among Us buzzer, that's Tyler. If you hear this buzzer, that's me. Here is the first trailer. This is the story of Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley Is that the mask? It is the mask. Oh, Stanley. Stanley Ipkiss. Mary. Somebody stop Somebody. me. Smoking. <laughs> oh, good job. Well, I would not have expected that trailer to be like a like quirky narration trailer. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Jose, do you want to tell us a little bit about why you love The Mask? You know, it's one of those other favorite movies that I remember watching as a kid. Did you ever Ooh. watch Son of the Mask? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I didn't think it was just, it wasn't as good, but it still lived up to The Mask, you know, as uh-huh. as being like a quirky, like you put the mask on, you turn into this like crazy person yeah. like even the baby put the mask and on then the and the dog put the mask the, on the baby the baby the baby <laughs> you heard it here first the baby put yeah the mask so on. it was it's just a really funny movie and it just was the mask and the whole but character future said mask off yeah that was after <laughs> future yeah, said mask off the baby said <laughs> mask on are we ready for the second one i'm ready let's, let's do, do it. it okay Ooh, Ooh this is this one's a good one let me get it right at the beginning. Okay. Ready? His name is John Mason, British national incarcerated on Alcatraz in 1960. Is this The Rock? This is The, the Rock. Rock. Dude, Nick Michael Cage. Michael Bay. Dude. Nicholas Cage, Sean Connery, Alcatraz man. Movie. Yeah, iconic. 
This yeah. is this is just one of those movies that I just this, always watch. You would watch it with Twister. Yes, when you're a child. exactly. Honestly, I feel like you're lining up Twister, Angels in the Outfield, The, the Mask, Mask, The yeah. Rock. They all kind of like fit in a similar. I feel vibe. like Angels in the Outfield does not. It's it the does outlier. not. No, I think the vibe is like movies you find on VHS at like your uncle's house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were they at your uncle's well, house? They were at my house. Oh, I, I guess Jose, my you're my uncle. Jose's our uncle. Watch out, it's my uncle. <laughs> Guess the movie. <laughs> Trailer number three. This has to be Fast and Furious. It is. Wait, but which wait, wait, wait. one? Oh. Is it? Is it? Too fast, too furious. It is too fast, too furious. Let's go. Yep. Dude, too fast, too furious is so much fun. It is such. I think it's the best one. My favorite. After it gets into crazy heists and like superhero almost scenes, like this was when it was racing. It was grounded. Yes, it was grounded. Dude, they drive a car like they ramp it off onto a boat that is not grounded. Yes, (laughs) not in this one. In Too Fast and Furious, that's the end of the movie. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You're right. Right at the end. Also, that's the springboard for chaos. (laughs) That's where they start. That's where they start going wild. (laughs) Then Vin Diesel said, "I could definitely make this." Vin Diesel wasn't even in that one. No, but he saw it and he was like, "Vin Diesel wasn't in. He wasn't in Too Fast Too Furious. He's in all of them. Where is he in Too Fast Too Furious?" Oh, he's actually gone. He's actually not in that yeah, one. He's actually gone. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is yeah, Fast and right. trivia. I don't oh, know. No, I only saw F9. First. I'm out of the loop. Wow. <laughs> Here is number four. Hey, man. How are you? How are you doing? Nothing makes sense anymore. Are you okay? Maisie broke up with me. That sounds so familiar. You guys got it. It does sound familiar. You guys got who it. Who broke up? Wait, who does he say? Maisie, Maisie or Daisy? Maisie. Maisie? You brought it up earlier. Brought it up earlier? Oh. <laughs> yes. We talked about it. Okay, okay. Can you give us some more? Oh, yeah. Here's more. Here's more audio. More. Come on. I don't know. I'm trying to remember you what movie we referenced earlier. A meow. There's a and cat. who's talking? It sounds like Vince Vaughn. Oh no! <laughs> he says, "Oh no!" <laughs> I don't know if I know what it yeah. is. A little more. Okay. Parents, I want you to meet Keanu. Oh! <laughs> I tried to stop it before he said it. Wait, I buzzed. I buzzed at the same time. All right. Uh, that point it? goes to Jose. Who's it's Keanu. Yes, I get one point. That's Jose's <laughs> Wow, I wasn't expecting to jump to Keanu after all those movies. You watched right? that as a kid too? No. <laughs> But I was going from the oldest to the newest. I was oh. so thrown off. I couldn't place Keegan Michael Key's voice. That's who was, was talking, cool. right? Yeah, because he sounds on. like a lot of different people. Yeah. Why did I think it was Vince Vaughn? I know. He sounds like a lot of different people. And Are the closest they... I got was like, I heard the meow and like animal yeah. noises, and I was mm-hmm. like, is it Ace Ventura? But it didn't. Wasn't Jim Carrey? And there's no breakup in Ace Ventura. Almost yeah. made. So it. I've never seen Keanu. No. No. Is it it's good? So good. Okay. It's so wow. Uh, is, is that all your trailers? No, one no, he's more. Got one, oh, more. one more. Okay, okay. Wait, what's the score? Me, it's all like, the points. It's like three or four to like a half. Yes. Because I said Fast and Furious. Yes. But oh, then you okay. gave, you said to Fast and Furious before I could answer the follow-up of which one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so okay, okay, okay. I understand. You cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, here's the last one. kind of tough yeah there, I, I need more I, I need more there's Here like we go, a more. car and a dog you like that, huh? I don't know you, you got it Tyler I don't know why I don't know why I buzzed I just had dog this is not that movie there's a little more right how much Excuse me. How much for the car? She's not for sale. Someone Come wants on. to sell a car? Let's see. Is this? It sounds like... I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going back and forth between two options. I mean, you can guess both. I think and... it's... <laughs> is it nobody? No. Bob Odeker? Mm -mm. Oh, my. From, like, movie? last year? Yeah. Uh, I'm also thinking of the dog, and it could be John Wick, but I've never seen John Wick. It is John Wick. Let's go! It is. Wait, who tries to sell... When did someone that's, try to buy his car? So, the the leader of that, that one gang, his oh, son... the the guy, Theon Greyjoy. Yes, he sees the car, and the... He sees the car, he wants to buy it, uh -huh. and the guy... And he so, shoots the dog. Yeah, though. Keanu's like, nah, bro, like, it's not bro, for sale. Bro, going Keanu there. to Keanu. Yeah, Keanu to Keanu. There's a connection here. We just gotta be paying attention. <laughs> Jose's playing 5D chess. Wow, really? incredible. Good wow. job, guys. Well, that was a lot of fun. I don't even remember seeing a trailer for John Wick. It just came and happened, and everyone was like, it's Yeah, amazing. I never saw a trailer for John Wick either, so I couldn't place that trailer. I've never seen John Wick. I've never seen mm. Keanu. You've never seen Keanu Reeves? <laughs> no, I've never seen the movie Keanu. Let's oh. watch Keanu. Guess okay, we'll be right back. We'll be back in like an hour fifty, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, we just gotta watch all of Keanu Reeves' movies. You, you seen Matrix Four? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> all four Matrix movies. Yeah. All three Bill and Ted's. Ooh, dude, yeah, you seen Bill and Ted Three? It's good. good. Bill and Ted Two is pretty good too. It's it's slept on. Yeah, but Ryan, what do you think? Not just Bill and Ted. What do you think about Thor and Jane? Thor and Jane? Oh, you talking about would Thor you the watch Dark a, World. Would you watch a time travel movie with Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth, and Natalie Portman? Yes, but I don't know if it would be good. I don't know if it would be good either. But I'd watch it. I'd I'd be, watch I'm intrigued. It. There's love and there's thunder. Yeah. That's what it is. Thor, love, and thunder, baby. It's a time travel movie? <laughs> I mean, maybe. You yeah. never know. They do time travel in the MCU now. Yeah, they wrap time travel into it. Ant-Man was like, let's go to Quantum Realm and time travel. Yeah, there let's it do is. it. Um... Yeah, well, they're traveling. At the very least, we know they're traveling forward in time, and they're traveling through space. Yeah, space, time. It's Doctor time. Who. It's all the same Traveled. thing. Thor is the new Doctor Who confirmed. Two. Who's has with Doctor Who? He's the fifteenth Doctor. It's coming up in a couple years. What if? <gasps> what, what if, if Thor was what Doctor Thor was the Doctor? <laughs> Season two of What If? <laughs> when Disney buys the BBC, everything's like cross-platformed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like. <laughs> What if Captain America was a Teletubby? Like, <laughs> just Ooh. random shit. <laughs> it's taking MCU characters and putting them in piece, random pieces of British media. Oh, British? Are Teletubbies British? I think so. I'll believe it. I don't know. Anyways, the first show that we're talking about today is Thor Love and Thunder. This is being directed by Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok. Also directed Jojo Rabbit and Hunt for the Wilder People. It comes out on July 8th, and it stars... <clears throat> 
Chris Hemsworth, of course, returning as Thor. Tessa Thompson returning as Valkyrie. Natalie Portman coming back as Jane slash, like, the Mighty Thor. Mm-hmm, What's up mm-hmm, with that? Mm-hmm. Christian Bale making his MCU debut as Gore the God Butcher. Russell Crowe's in that movie as Zeus. And then we're bringing over the Guardians crew, of course. They're there. Chris Pratt, Palm Clementif, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Vin Diesel, and Bradley Cooper, of course, being that little raccoony boy. Raccoony. <laughs> but no uh no Zoe Saldana. No what? Zoe Saldana. Not on the Wikipedia at least. Laura. We know we have I mean, we know you know, pre or post Snap Gamora or is, is dead or pre Snap Gamora is dead. Mm-hmm. But But we got twenty fourteen Gamora kicking around in twenty twenty five. What's or... she doing? Hmm. She's hanging out in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is not the movie we're talking about today. Today we're talking about Thor Love and Thunder. So Gamora's not here, but we got the rest of the Guardians crew. I think the Guardians crew is like a little more pre- uh, prevalent in the first trailer that was released because we see like mm-hmm. mostly just comic relief stuff between like the Star Lord and Thor like relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but the second trailer that, that was released gives a little bit more clue as to what like the plot of the movie is, a little bit more of the emotional way we see the first look at Christian Bale as gore, which is super awesome, in my opinion. And um, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, it looks like we've got gore who's on a quest to, um, you know, kill all the gods. Mm-hmm. And Thor is, like, kind of traveling around, teaming up with Jane Foster, who now is, like, another, like, I guess... What is, like, the Mighty Thor? Like, alternate universe version of Thor? No, uh... Or she just, like, also parallel became no. a Thor um, figure? So, in the comics, the Mighty Thor exists in the same universe as, like regular right. Thor. Um but like because of that spell that is on Mjolnir, whoever holds this power gains the power or whoever holds the hammer gains the power of Thor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she is worthy for that power. And because she has the hammer in this movie, which is another big question mark because it was destroyed in How Ragnarok. Back, yeah. Um but now it's like you can tell like you tell. they they glued it together. It's mm-hmm. cracked or whatever. Um yeah. so she just gets the powers. Um also in the comics uh Jane has like death to like she's da- dying of cancer and like when she doesn't have the hammer she's like super, super pale unique. thin like bald oh, interesting. but like with the hammer she is like super mighty oh interesting i don't know if they're gonna do that in the movie yeah maybe but thor's on a quest i guess to to figure out what to do about gore lupin and mighty thor uh who also happens to be his ex-girlfriend and there's some funny comedic mm-hmm. relief they wrap up into that and also seeking uh looks like help from zeus and russell crowe who i can't tell from this trailer is either going to be like a sub villain or just like a one-off comedic relief he seems character like uh how jeff goldblum was kind of like jeff goldblum time. yeah like kind of like temporary villain for like the first act or whatever Something and then like not really around um but we'll see i don't know i think also maybe even the grandmaster is going to be in this one because i think we get a glimpse at oh. that in either the first or second trailer that's jeff Goldblum back on uh not the not him but uh the planet whatever that was called oh, Sakar or whatever yeah um but when do we talk about naked thor oh yeah we <laughs> can talk about naked thor right now All right, let's jump into it how big do you think it is how big <laughs> Well, they had to censor it. Well, they fainted. They did censor it. So, dude, the censoring is just, like, for the trailer. I'm assuming in the movie that's just, like, bare ass. And Marvel was just, like, for the trailer, let's throw some of the little cubes around it. If you haven't seen the trailer, at the very end, Zeus is like, let's get rid of that disguise. And basically flicks all of Thor's clothes off. And he's like, you flick too hard. And now I'm naked. (laughs) Butt-ass naked. And then Valkyrie and uh, Jane Foster are like, And they're all like, help. No, they're gobsmacked. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So... Uh, and then at the end, we noticed it said this movie is not yet rated. 
do we yeah. see full frontal Radio. Thor? Do you think Taika's PG-13. trying to sneak in Thor Dong in this movie? Dude, Thor Dong. Thor, that's where the love comes from. Or is that where the thunder comes from? That's Old the thunder. <laughs> it's, the, it's the love and the thunder. That's what the movie's named after. Wow. Taika wanted to call it Thor Dick, and then they were like, no. <laughs> you can't call and it Thor Dick. Thor Love and Thunder. It's love and love it's thunder. And thunder. Yep. Wow. Confirmed. <laughs> And Christian Bale's like, I mine is not like Christian that. Christian Bale wants to oh, circumcise Bale. him with a sword. He is jealous. Oh, he's. <laughs> but wow, Christian Bale, what what role can't he play? Christian Bale is super transformative in this movie as Gore, and he, he always is. He like he gains must. all this weight to play, you know, Vice President Dick Cheney, then like loses it all to play somebody else. He's insane, yeah, and he's, yeah. he's like hilarious. unrecognizable as Gore. I mean, you can just see like Crazy. the hollow eyes of like a psychopathic man, mm-hmm. and it just takes me back to American Psycho. Have you seen yeah. all the memes? Like the minute this trailer came out, it, they just like totally. had Gore the God Butcher like being like. <laughs> It's eggshell. The eggshell, yeah. <laughs> well, but that the eggshell, the black and white color palette and all the yeah. gore scenes, it's so starkly different from like the vibrant color that we see in like the other scenes of the trailer. And in Ragnarok. And yeah. and yeah, just juxtaposed to the style of Ragnarok and the rest of Love and Thunder for what we see in the trailer. I love that visual style. It's incredible. And we see, I don't know, this role from Christian Bale. I'm really, really hyped for this. I was talking to somebody and they were saying like, oh, like, I can't believe Christian Bale's just going to come be like a one movie villain in the MCU instead of having like a like recurring role or whatever. But I think that the MCU, I'm glad that he has like this role as a villain. He can do like a prominent performance. Like Lee Pace did awesome in the first Guardians movie as Mm -hmm. Ronan. And they still brought him back. He was in Captain Marvel. You could bring him back, but then also you don't have to. And you can just like, he could be a one-off and Christian Bale doesn't need to be locked into like a 10-year contract to do 15 Marvel movies. And he can go do other shit. I'm like, I don't have a problem with that. I I want him to have like an incredible performance in this role. I think the MCU movies like Often because the sort of elements of the hero's journey and the like comedic relief of the movies feel like so templated, the villain story arcs are so often where a director's style and the uniqueness of a movie gets to shine. Like what we saw from like Thanos in the Infinity War and Endgame like arc was like such a unique approach to a villain in a superhero movie. And I'm hopeful that we can do like a similar thing with Gore where that's kind of where a lot of the heart and the emotion, mm-hmm. that's where that comes from in this movie. And so I'm excited that Christian Bale's at the center of it. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool thing that Marvel does is like letting big stars be one-off villains. Like they do it all the time. They've done it since like Jeff Bridges was Michael the villain. Keaton. Uh, like in Iron Man, Michael Keaton in Spider-Man, Hugo Weaving in Captain America, Robert Redford in Captain America. Yeah. Uh, What's Cape Blanchett in uh, Cape Blanchett was one of the best right? Marvel villains in Ragnarok. So yeah. I fully trust what Taika's doing, oh, like um, bringing Christian Bale in for Michael this Michael B. Role Jordan too. in Black Panther. Oh, yeah. So good. One-off villain. One-off. Like, they're great yeah. as one-off villains. And as much as I, I would love to see Michael B. Jordan in another MCU movie, I'd love to see Cape Blanchett in another MCU movie. Maybe I'd like to see Christian Bale in another movie. But I'm also glad that it lets them come in, do their shit, and then, like, go make other movies. And mm-hmm. I'm happy with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. Big fan. Jose, uh, all I've heard from you is you're waiting for that Thor dong. How else? What <laughs> well, else is sticking out to you? I'm excited for this villain. You about know, Gore? He's, yeah. I mean, to be a god killer, he's a you butcher. Gotta be badass. A god that's butcher. A, that's like a badass title. Gore the god butcher. Like, so you gotta yeah. be pretty badass. And it's and... crazy. Like, I looked him up. He like only appears in like maybe one run of Thor comics. Like, he is yeah. not oh, a very not prominent like a villain. villain. Like cool. coming in, wrecking shit, and then getting out. Yeah, so. and I think it's cool that he's like in actual makeup. He's not like CG'd. Yeah, yeah. totally. I like mm-hmm. that it's like a very like um, practical 
effect on mm -hmm. his face. Um, I think the other cool part of it too, and I don't really know. I mean, Gore may have like uh, abilities or something, but I like the idea that this is a villain that's coming from the perspective of like the hero, like the heroes, the gods are like too powerful. Mm -hmm. Like we need to take them down a peg kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like they only think for themselves and they have all this power and all they do is like make things better for themselves and not like help other people. And like, I like that it's sort of this, like, like we go with Thanos, like, it's like this moral code. It's not like, oh, you, like I got this power and now I'm greedy and I'm power hungry and I want to like take over the world. It's like, I'm seeing like a moral deficit and like yeah. wrongdoing from those that should be in power. And I want to like, yeah cut that shit out oh, you know it's freaking brutal i love that it's like a like mm -hmm. manifesto that he has not just like oh, oh i have power so now i can like rob mm -hmm. banks and shit <laughs> yeah i mean if you look at like thor how he was in like the first thor movie like that's not a god i want on my side right he's like a pompous asshole yeah totally right? So like I can see where Gore is coming yeah. from, and I like I like that the villain is challenging the notion that we have and that the hero and the, the hero characters have of themselves, right? And like mm -hmm. the this villain of Gore as the God Butcher, like makes Thor have to reconcile with parts of himself and like things that he does that maybe would be difficult for him to do, and I like that it is like this catalyst for this soul searching and self-discovery, which we already know is going to be a part of th this movie because we see him like trying to lose like the weight that he gained between infinity war and Endgame, And then like dealing with his past confronting Jane, all this oh, stuff. Yeah. Like it feels like a very like transformational movie for this character yeah. and all the loss that he's been through. I think Thor has been one of the most like heavily emotionally impacted characters in like all of the MCU. It, he has like gone through the freaking ringer. Yeah. Um, I know we joked about it earlier, but like when he's naked, you can see, like, he has Loki's helmet tattooed on his back. He does. Because R.I.P. Loki. Because to him, Loki's yeah. dead. But to us, we're like, we watched his show. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's a different it's Loki, so but still. It also makes me so excited for them to be reunited. <clears throat> if oh, they so. ever will be. I, I hope so. Who knows? It's true. I'll pray about it. Kevin Feige. Yeah, we gotta pray to <laughs> Gore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring Please him back. Please don't kill Loki. Did and you kill they him? Again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. The Guardians kind of feel like an afterthought in this, at least in the second trailer. The second trailer definitely doesn't feature them as prominently. And even in the first one, it's like mostly like they're like, like standing behind Thor. Like, so I don't really know what their I feel role like is. They're there because that's where we left Thor in Endgame. And exactly. they're like, we're going to drop him off for his movie and we're going to go to our movie. That's kind of mm -hmm. what it's going to feel like. I think like first act, they're going to have like, they're going to fight the like act one monster together or whatever. And, and then back. Thor is going to be like, I have to go do this. And the Guardians yeah. will be like, we can't do this. We have to go do this. And uh -huh. Thor is like, I have to go do it. And he'll like escape off to go do something by himself or whatever. Yeah. Cause we don't see him. We don't see the guardians in any scenes with like when they're at Zeus's place or when they're like, or uh, even when Jane is, Jane around. is there or yeah, when exactly. uh, Gore's around. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of just off. Uh -huh. I wonder how much of this movie had to be reworked because they fired and then rehired James Gunn. So guardians was supposed to come before this movie. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. In, you know, in the infinite multiverse, someone in, got Guardians in, like, 3 first. Guardians Volume <laughs> yeah. 3 was maybe supposed to be, like, Guardians plus Thor, and now they have yeah. to, like, oh, how do we give Thor his own shit mm -hmm. and have the Guardians go off for the trajectory of Volume 3? Yeah, like, we got an alert. Gamora's over here. And he's like, but Jane's over here. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm still, I love that we're getting Valkyrie back. Tessa Thompson, I think, Ooh. brings a lot of great energy King to the Thor Valkyrie. movies. And uh, I like that we're getting Korg back because Korg Taika S. voicing his little Rocky boy is like one of my favorite things about the Ragnarok. Um, oh, and man. I'm very excited for those recurring characters too. Yeah. Cool. Well, 
I think that is all we got about Thor. I mean, I'm sure there's more yeah. we could talk about for ages. Well, we're not getting Everything. into all the like. We're not deep. a Marvel podcast. Nah. I mean, we kind of are because how many it's, Marvel the trailer movies looks come fast. out? <laughs> I like the fun colors contrasted by the like black and white color palette of the gore scenes, and of course the sweet child of mine like yeah. underlay. Oh, of we the didn't music. even talk about so Thor's ghosts. Yeah. He's got goats now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, but you know who else <laughs> has four-legged livestock? Oh, the Who the does? people in uh, the farm. Yeah, Jordan Peele's farm from Nope has. Yeah, that's has... what it's called. <laughs> yes, yes. Jordan Peele's. The farm. movie is called From the Farm of Jordan from Peele. The farm of Jordan... <laughs> Horses. <laughs> that's the movie. It's called Horses. <laughs> no, really. Let's get serious though, because Nope, nope. is like one of my most, like, I'm the most hyped for this movie all summer. I'm so excited. Uh, Nope's coming to us from director Jordan Peele, who, of course, directed Get Out and Love Us. It. Love it. Uh, comes out July 22nd and stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Steven Yoon, along with other people, but we don't really see them that much in the trailer, yeah. so I think these three names are the most important to focus on. And this movie looks pretty fucking epic. I'm so stoked for this. Of course, like, Get Out is a cultural milestone, and I thought Us was, like, an, a really creative and fun yeah. and thrilling home invasion with a twist um and nope looks like a awesome alien invasion movie with a with the twist of like from the mind of jordan peele um i love how well jordan peele balances like really relevant cultural and social commentary with like just grounded but also fit for the big screen uh presence of like different horror elements like the idea of the doppelgangers and us just like was like something you're like oh you need to see this on the big screen and i can already tell like from some of the little snippets that we get um i'm assuming these these alien creatures or whatever they will be like are gonna look awesome on the big screen (laughs) and i can't wait um there's the theory swirling around the internet that nope stands for not of planet earth and that this is like an alien invasion story um i think that's what we're getting at i think we get like the glimpse of like the UFO hovering in the air, mm-hmm. uh, Kiki Palmer getting thrown in the air oh. by either the like wind gust created by it, or a maybe tornado. it's like an abduction situation. Yeah. Um, but this I mean, movie takes place in like a remote farm in California. And, and we know it's California because they talk about movies. Yeah, it's connected. <laughs> there's like a farm that Hollywood. raises livestock that are used on movie sets. Yep. And so I like, like, Steven Yoon has these layers to it that, that like the movies that he creates are not just like, oh, family goes to like cabin and there's murderers there. It, he layers on this stuff. So there's going to be, it's not just family is at farm and gets alien invasion. There's layers to like them being a family that raises livestock for the movie industry. They're also the first black family to have done that. Mm -hmm. And these aliens are coming to their farm and what they need to do to like protect each other. I, I love that. There's like always multiple layers to the characters and the stories that he tells. It's not just like open and shut. This is the story point A to point B. Um, so, and him, he's reconnecting with Jordan Peele, or not Jordan Peele, Daniel Kaluuya, which is interesting. Daniel Kaluuya okay. doesn't do a lot in this movie, but like he, he's like very stoic, uh-huh. quiet in the background. <laughs> but yeah. from what we saw from him and Get Out, I know he can give us a great performance. I'm sure. I mean, he can cry with his eyes wide open. He that can. Is incre- that was, How can that you do scene that? just sticks with you? It's just stuck. I in mean, there chair. are scenes from Get Out and Us that just like I can like fully totally. picture in my mind like point A to point B. So oh, I can't man. imagine Nope's going to be any different. Even the trailer, like Kiki Palmer backing away from this like crazy situation, you going nah, 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 nah. It's like so embedded in my in mm-hmm. my mind. I just like Jordan Peele has a great vision for capturing such a unique like yeah. 
I, I don't know perspective uh all those like colorful car dealership blowy guys oh, in the desert what's and up then with that? and then losing power and all collapsing mm-hmm, at the same time mm-hmm. it looks awesome the house losing power in the middle of the night and we have the shot from the exterior of the house yeah. and the power instead of normally when like a power uh outage happens like lights just click off because no. you just lose power but we see Slow the light like dim. dim and drain from the house it's just like he puts the effort in to make sure that like there's visual storytelling and also from like the dialogue and the other things happening in the movie. It's incredible. Will we see aliens? Will there be aliens in there? Cause you know, like, like the directors can kind of yeah. like, they put like how they see aliens. You know how like everyone has like yeah. different depictions yeah. of them. Are the horses aliens? Are the horses what they want? I don't know. They the aliens want the horses. Maybe the aliens want the horses to wage their like equestrian war. That's true. Like they're like in their planet. They just need to ride the steed. Like they're like Genghis Khan and all of them. (laughs) They're like back there, but they also have space technology. I think I wouldn't be surprised if eventually we do see an alien creature in the movie. Um, I don't think. Jordan Peele would like shy away from that. Mm. Um, in the movie, I think like just like in Us and Get Out, like it builds up and it is very blatant of like what happens. He doesn't really hide a lot of stuff behind, uh, just like referencing it and mm-hmm. not showing it. He very much is like a visual storyteller. Yeah. But I don't expect it to be like fully in your face all the time. I think it will like ramp up to that kind of like a Jaws situation where like you know the shark is there for a lot of the movie, but you only really get to see it a couple of times. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think that yeah. is, like, using it to punctuate some of the, like, more heightened moments of the movie is more effective than just, like, in the first act, the aliens come to Earth and they, like, walk out of the spaceship and you're like, oh, that's the alien. <laughs> Take yeah. us to your yeah. leader. Yeah. Your leader. Steven Yoon's the leader. Oh, oh. What about that lady that kind of looked like a burn victim that was kind of, like, scary? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Why is she the alien? Or was she someone that was in, like, contact with one of them? Ooh, they probed her. What if she has, like, yeah, they probed her. It was kind of scary. Well, that that was, like, scary on its own watching the trailer. And I was like, well, what's what's that going to do Yeah, there's so many, like, tiny little shots in the movie that, or in the trailer that you're, like, you don't get a lot of context for. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't really give us too much of the, like, even the Us trailer gave us the basic concept of, like, the, this family's getting stalked by a gang of doppelgangers that yep. look just like them, right? But this is, like, hiding behind Nothing. a lot more layers of yeah. subtext. There's a lot that's not being revealed about this movie. Like, if you just watch this trailer and you're not, like, critically watching it, you're just like, oh, this is a weird movie about, like, it, is this Twister? Like, what's going yeah. on? Like, like people are, are, like, weird things are happening to yeah. people, basically. And, is like, the, the But it's got, like, it. spooky vibes. Yeah, spooky, spooky vibes. vibes, totally. It's definitely yeah. a nope. Like, you do not want to go near it. Like, yeah. nope. But I'm going to watch it. Not me. Oh, I'm going to go, go near it. I'm going to go near it. I think it's going to be a I great time. That. And I think, like, Jordan Peele knows, like, after the success of his other two movies, like... The people that are going to see this movie are going to see the movie. He doesn't need oh, to show totally. it, and he no. doesn't need to prove anything with he this trailer. I mean, it's just a matter of, like, you establish the vibes, and you say, from Jordan Peele, and, like, giant block letters coming down the screen, and it's up. like, I'm there, I'm in. Yeah, like, I'm right waiting there. for them to release tickets so I can go mm-hmm. the first like, day this, this is in theaters. the first That's movie cool. that he's putting out in the summer, which True. is interesting. Yeah, his other were like, earlier like, in the year. Yeah, earlier. Like, spring or... I think Get Out came out, like, February. And I think Us came out in, like, March or April. Yeah. On the twenty second, so, I think Monkey Paw and the team that he works Monkey with Paw. at Universal um, know that this is he's a blockbuster maker, and he'll get butts in the in the. Totally. We've got to get butts in the seats. Get <laughs> butts in the Get seats. Out and Us have both been films that I've revisited um, in the theater, and I don't think that nope will be any different. I think I'm going to see this one multiple times because yeah. I just get that stoked on all the crazy shit Jordan Peele does. Yeah, I'm excited for it. 
you're excited for it. You're excited, excited for it. Yeah. We're all excited for it. We all scream for ice cream. We all we all <laughs> scream for Jordan Peele. Yes. Indian. Ah! Nope. All right. Well, let's let's take a little break from the trailer talk and all let's right. play a little game. So for this game, we're playing in a, a movie quote showdown challenge. Here's how it works. Although it's not really a showdown because the goal no. is to have uh, you know, a similar mindset. It's like the newlywed game. Yeah, I'm going to name a movie, and or Ryan and I are going to take turns naming a movie, and then one of us, uh, whoever doesn't name the movie, will go in the other room. We're going to ask Jose to give us a quote from that movie. It could be like one word, or it could be a line from the movie, mm-hmm. however much of a quote he can think of. What if I remember? notable from that movie. Um, then whichever one, Ryan and I, or whoever left the room is going to come back. We're also going to try and quote that movie and see if we can get the same of that quote that Jose thought of. If we get the same quote, or at least like similarly enough, uh, we'll get a point. If not, we will not get a point. I we'll get the see. point. No, Jose, <laughs> you get the point You're as not... a team. <laughs> yeah, it's a team sport, I mean. Jose. Okay, so I'm going to give the first... Wait, should I name the movie while you're still out here, or should I name the movie after you leave? Yeah, you, no, can, no, no. you can name, name it. Name the movie while I'm gone, and then I come back and I have to think of the quote on the fly. Oh, I think so, wow. on the fly, too. It's tough. It's so, tough. Ryan, it's get tough. the fuck out of here. Okay, bye. Couple years. Okay, Jose. Ryan has left the room. He's gone. Your mission is to quote from the movie Shrek. Shrek, I got it. Get out of my swamp. Perfect. Okay, Ryan, you can come back. Okay, Ryan has returned. Ryan, the movie that I've asked you to quote from is Shrek. <gasps> Shrek. Okay, Um, what would I think Jose would say? Because <laughs> there's so many quotes. Very quotable. Is he going to say... You have one shot, don't you? Uh, okay. One shot, one opportunity. Um... <laughs> oh... I gotta go with ogres are like onions. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, there's no point. No! Jose's quote was, Get out of my swamp. But the quote is, What are you doing in my swamp? Is it really? It probably is. It was swamp anyway. I said the onion thing. Does he I not say, Get onion. out of my swamp? When yeah. he's talking to the fairy tale creature, when they he all get out there, he probably does. Yeah. It feels like he does at some point. He also Pretty says different. onions and ogres. Yes, he does. I uh, would have picked an obscure quote. Why? <laughs> Some of you may die, but that Some is the sacrifice I'm willing, willing to make. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, Tyler, go away. Okay, I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Time for movie two. Movie two. Now it's just us. Yeah, welcome. Intimate. Okay. Um, the let's go with let's go with Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Can you give me a quote from Episode Three, Jose? It's the one that all the memes come from. Is uh is Jar Jar Binks in that one? I don't think he talks in that one. Oh, you want to do episode one? We can do episode one. <laughs> Jar Jar talks a lot. In that yeah, one. I want to do okay. that one. What what does he say when he's behind? When he's like on the on that like horse thing, and he's like they're like in the battle. What? No, he, he says something. Oh, about the bombad. Yeah. Uh, what does he say? He won't get that. No. Oh no. <laughs> uh, his like, captain says something like. Yusa and Big Dude. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> Yusa and Big Dude. This time. All right, Tyler. All right, Tyler. Welcome back. Did you hear anything we were talking about? No, I have returned and Perfect. I'm ready to play. Perfect. Your movie is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, easy. Easy. 
Now this is pod racing. <laughs> oh, Jose, that was a good one. What was your quote? Mine was a. I said Misai and Big Doodoo. Ah, Misai and Big Doodoo this time. <laughs> Damn it, I should have known he told It's so that. good. I think I would have said, uh, now there are two of them. (laughs) This is getting out of hand. Now there are two of them. (laughs) Maybe I would have said something like, I'll try spinning. That's a neat trick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or, that's so wizard, Annie. (laughs) So good. (laughs) All right. Or, McClunky. That's episode four. Does he say McClunky in episode one? Yeah, Samova says it. He does? Yeah. Well, I gotta rewatch episode one. I guess we'll be right right back. Get out of here. (laughs) I'm gonna go watch episode one in the bathroom. (laughs) We'll see when episode one is over. Wow. All right, he's gone. Part three. All right, Jose, it's just us. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, I accept. Is to quote a line from the movie The Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah, the, the like first Marvel Avengers movie. Okay. Let me think. What is the line when they get shawarma? They're just eating. They're just eating. They don't say anything. I want to do that. I mean, you could say, like, what Tony Stark says, like, have you guys ever tried shawarma? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Okay. Have you guys ever tried shawarma? Have you guys ever tried shawarma? Okay. Ryan! I beckon thee. (laughs) Oh, I've been beckoned. Come forth. He has been beckoned. Ryan, the movie that I have asked and called upon you (laughs) and Sir Jose to quote... To quote is Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, okay. That one has a lot of good quotes. It's a lot. Oh, god. But don't think too hard. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, because you are you're gotten me in this mindset. I'm going to go uh, with, doth mother know you wear her drapes? Oh, I should have done that one. That's a good guess. <laughs> you this told me not hard. to think too hard, and I was going no, I didn't say that. No, they said that. Me. no. No. I wasn't giving clues. That wasn't, yeah. The quote that Jose chose was, Have you guys tried shawarma? <gasps> Ooh, gotta try some shawarma. I almost <laughs> said shawarma, but no! your accent threw me <laughs> off. No, no, no. no he thought too hard. He did. He I thought was, I was you giving did. a clue. You, you were giving you me a clue. Too into it. Okay, Tyler, get out Find here. yourself okay. for me. Go away with your accent. So <laughs> gotta think of a movie. Gotta think of a movie. Okay, he's gone. Wanna do Toy Story? Yeah. Okay. What's your twist? I have to do. There's a snake in my boot. Ooh, classic. Gotta do a classic. We get. They gotta get one at least. I know, right? I can't believe you didn't talk about mother's drapes. Mother's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler has returned from the secret room. I'm here. Tyler, are you ready for today's movie that you need to pull a quote from? I am. Perfect. This giving Indiana Jones right the. This movie is 1995's Toy Story. Toy Story. Oh, I got it. Think too hard. We're not aiming for the truck. (laughs) (laughs) No. What the fuck? What the fuck? It was even more easy. My quote was, there's a snake in my boot. Or to pity me on, I guess. I need you guys to get one. I guess it's just like character driven now. I was thinking of the movie. We're not aiming for the Uh, drug. It's so iconic. It's so good. Just all uh, these movies are okay. so quotable. I would have probably chosen. Um, I know Toy Story in and out, so I could have said anything. I probably right? would have said, "That's not flying. That's falling with style." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. well, okay, one right. more. We gotta keep go. going until we get one right. Oh, right go, go. Well, that better be this We're one. Here forever. All right. Okay, what Jose. I'm gonna need you 
to give me a quote from Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse oh. of the Black Pearl. <laughs> oh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, the first one. Okay. Um, how does the quote go? Because I always get it mixed up. It says, and they'll remember the oh, day. you always remember this. You the almost day that you almost caught, caught Captain Jack Sparrow. All right. Let's yes. go. Ryan, get, get your ass one. in here. <laughs> Please, oh please. <laughs> I think you can do this one. I think you can too. Let's go. Ryan, welcome back. Thank you. Your mission is to provide a quote from Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, you got me hyping up. I was trying to pull a quote from Mission Impossible. I thought about doing that oh. one, but I can't think of a, a single fucking quote from that movie. Yeah, well, it's your mission if you choose to. Well, yeah, <laughs> or I'm the... handing it to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the movie Pirates 1. Yes. Yeah, Pirates Okay. Um, I don't... What's the quote? It's like, you best start believing in ghost stories. <laughs> You're in one. It's <laughs> funny. You and Jose both started it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. the one, how does it go? And I got very helpful. <laughs> so close. But Jose chose, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught oh, Captain Jack Sparrow. I was going... Oh, You went oh, with the man. villain Barbosa line. Yeah. Yes, you did. Me, myself, I'm more of a... Hello, pop it kind of guy. So that's that would have been right. my personal choice. Well, goodbye, but... pop it. Go okay, away. so long. Oh, we're still going. We gotta go until we get one. <laughs> yeah, this is the last one. Oh, fine, okay. it's the last one. We better okay. get it then. Okay. Hmm. What's something that Tyler and Jose can both get a good quote from? Let's think. Ooh, you want to do Pulp Fiction? No. No. Okay. We Actually, won't do Pulp. I guess. <laughs> yeah, do Le Big or do you want to the what? Le Big Mac. <laughs> oh, Le. Wait. Go? It's a quarter pounder. Royale with cheese. Yeah. yeah you want to do it? Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, our my quote will be from Pulp Fiction. How's it go again? It's like, what do they call uh, a Big Mac in France? Or no, what do they call a quarter pound in France? A Royale with cheese. A Royale with cheese. All right. Uh, uh, Tyler? Uh, Tyler Ellison? That's yeah. Right. That's what they call for Tyler Ellison. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it brought you, didn't it? It worked, it worked. We got him here. All right. I return. Let's play. Um, let's Tyler, do it. the movie is 1994's Pulp Fiction. It's oh, tough. There's so many fucking quotes in this. <laughs> what did Jose choose? <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to go with, please, oh God, please. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> Sorry, Jose went with. What do you call a quarter pounder? <laughs> what do they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France? <laughs> Royal, Royal, Royal cheese. cheese. Do you know why they call it Royal cheese? Because the metric system. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we didn't yeah. score any points, but we did name like, a lot of quotes. Twelve to fifteen oh, of the best movie quotes. So many. Well, oh, what would I have done for Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I probably would have gone. Um, I can't say that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Tarantino says in that movie. <laughs> Does my house say? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, my my first instinct, the one that I use all the time for some reason is I probably would've... Zed's dead, baby. Zed's, Zed's dead. dead. But that's like the... that's English motherfuckers. One. Do you speak? Yeah. It's like so iconic. Uh, I probably would've... pull up my wallet. It's what that says, "Bad motherfucker" <laughs> on it. But yeah. Oh, so good. That's a good. That, that's a good <laughs> quote. One. Dang it. Although I have to respect, I do talk about the Royale cheese line a lot too. Royale cheese. Well, 
Turns out we don't know each other as well. We're not on the same wavelength, but luckily we all we all like were able to pull a quote from each of these movies. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm pretty proud of us. It's true. Good job. We said big doo doo. We said big (laughs) doo. I cannot believe you went with the Jar Jar (laughs) quote. I love Jar Jar. I swear he's a Sith. (laughs) Dude, episode 15, we're finally gonna get Darth Jar Jar. Just give us some time. Just give us some time to ramp up to it. All right, well, I mean, we talked about Toy Story, the original, uh, snake in, my in this game, and, uh, you know, we're getting, I guess it's technically like the fifth movie in like the Toy Story well, lineage, but it's not Toy Story 5. It depends on if you count Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, The Adventure Begins, the, the direct-to-DVD movie. Well, yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't. That started the Buzz Lightyear but spinoff? But it's the first spinoff movie of Toy Story, theatrically mm-hmm. released. Unless you count. <laughs> theatrically released. <laughs> It is Lightyear, and this is, according to Pixar, the official origin story of Buzz Lightyear. Well, no. That's what they say. The director has come out and said, this is the movie that Andy saw when he was a kid. Yeah. So and this is where the character of Buzz Lightyear... So it's, Buzz Lightyear wow. was a real guy in the Toy Story universe. Yes. They made this movie Lightyear about him. Okay. No, and Andy I don't got think it's a real... Toy. He's a real guy. He's a real astronaut. It's not like Buzz... Out. No! So you, all these things happen like in this movie? The no, time no, travel no, no. happened in real life in the Toy Story universe? But they used the person? But that doesn't like, make sense. It's like if Neil Armstrong got a cool movie called Armstrong. No, I think he's a fictional character. You don't make action figures of like real people. Bruh, do you know how many like Hillary Clinton action figures I've <laughs> no, seen? No, but I'm saying action figures are like <laughs> fictional characters. Like G.I. Joe was like a dude. I think Buzz Lightyear is like a G.I. Joe, and this is like the equivalent of like a G.I. Joe movie in the Toy Story universe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command TV show is a spinoff of this movie. The show, yes, yeah. It's, it's the show that was on TV when that Andy saw. Ooh, and then he got the video game. Because that's where you get Zerg, and that's where you get all the characters from. Interesting. That's Interesting. my opinion. But no, the Pixar, like the description of the plot story is like the official origin story of Buzz Lightyear. Like this is his art. Like this, so I, that's what they're saying. I think this is like, the... the Buzz Lightyear character, not the Buzz Lightyear that we see in Toy Story, uh-huh. but the idea of the character of Buzz Lightyear. This is like his backstory. Okay. Amazing. And yeah, because I saw a tweet from like the director of this movie who said like, Andy saw this movie when he was little and it changed his life forever. This is Andy Star Wars. Wow, I can't Andy wait to Star see this movie Wars. and have it change my life forever. I'm well, ready. you have to be like seven. Do you think that Disney's <laughs> oh, really no. just trying to like sell more Buzz Lightyear toys and they just like oh, need this movie? Okay, so wait, I saw this too. Like they have this warehouse full of Buzz yeah. Lightyear toys and like how the fuck it's are we crazy, getting rid of all of these? Because I was at Target the other day. They have toys of the new Lightyear. Oh, so like, it's not the toy Buzz. Yeah, it's a no. different. It's Chris Evans it's Buzz. It's Chris Evans Tim Buzz. Oh no! So it's like two conflicting because they look kind of different. Yeah, they don't yeah, look they do. fully the same. Okay, we've but talked enough about enough. the lore. We need to understand what. Right. Well, you about. saw two from the director of this movie, and his name is Agnes McLean. Angus McLean. Al Angus. <laughs> I'm reading this upside down and backwards. <laughs> this is his <laughs> directorial debut. He has been like on the senior creative team for a bunch of different movies at Pixar. But he's never been in the director's chair until this movie. So that's pretty cool. Mm, nice chair. This movie's coming out in June on the 17th. And it stars, we've mentioned, Chris Evans is voicing Buzz Lightyear. It also stars the voice talents of Kiki Palmer, who Again. we just talked about. She was in Nope. The uh, aliens got her. The aliens. <laughs> now she's in space. <laughs> James Brolin is going to be voicing this movie like as Josh Emperor. Brolin. Is that like Are his they brother? Related? Wait, I might have written James instead of Josh. Hang on. Oh, it might, might Josh. actually be Josh. Oh, no, it's, no James it's James Brolin. James. They have to be related. Yeah, he's right there. He's the father of Josh Brolin. Whoa. Daddy Thanos. Whoa. Daddy Brolin. Daddy Thanos. I thought it was Joshy boy. That's what I had pictured. Nice. James Brolin, father of Josh. James, father of Josh. <laughs> That's just like the beginning of the book of John. 
But oh. yeah. But he, yeah, Jeez. he's voicing Emperor's Road, bro. Cool. And then Taika Waititi, who we also talked about earlier on this episode, yes. director of Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder, he is voicing a character in this movie as well. So does Uza Aduba and Peter Sohn. Wait, Peter Sohn, the guy who directed The Good Dinosaur? Yeah, he's like a, also on the creative team at Pixar, and he voices Socks. Oh, yes, that's cool. You know, uh, very often on Pixar movies, like the like side comedic relief character will be like just voiced by like one of the people. Yeah. That well, sometimes Pixar it's voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But other oh, times it's Edna Mode voiced by Brad Bird. Exactly, Edna Brad Bird, or like, Mode. well, I guess it's not so much like he wasn't really on the team, but like who's that guy at Pixar that does like so many of the different voices and like so oh many John Ratzenberg, Ratzenberg, yeah, or Ratzenberg. I don't know. It's one of the two. Mm-hmm. But that's the voice cast for this. I was like so stoked to see that Kiki and Taika are in this, and I didn't know Uzo Uzo Aduba was doing the voice yeah. for the um, other character too. So Chris, so Chris Evans uh, voices Buzz Lightyear, and mm-hmm. then the plot of this movie is we see him and he's interfacing with this other like commander or member of Star Command that's voiced by Uzo Aduba. Buzz is going off on this like crazy mission. He has to go into like hyperspace or whatever, yeah. and Uzo Aduba is like, "I'm going to only allow you like four minutes of flight time for this mission." So Buzz Lightyear takes off, but then when he wakes up on this other planet, he's, like, rescued by someone, another member of Star Command, but it's, like, all futuristic, and there's robots. And he's like, what is going on? You have the same last name as my commander that just led me on this mission. Is this you? And she's like, oh, no, no, that's my my grandma. Grandma, yeah. And Buzz has been gone for 60-plus years. And he only knows this because because of his talking 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 cat. cat That knows. His robot cat. He knows how much time has passed. Yeah, he calculated. I am sock. But other than that's pretty much the main crux of like the plot that we get in the trailer, and then it's just a bunch of really cool visuals. I think the animation looks really dope in this movie. Yeah. I love all the sequences that looks like they're doing on the planets, but also like the space animations look really cool. And I feel like the characters look interesting too, because like sometimes they look like real people, but then other times I look at them and they're like. That's just the three D Atlantis character. Yeah, like, they're like okay. they're like okay. blending like blending this idea of like how do you start with a character that was like created to look like an action figure yeah. and then like turn it into somebody that looks like a real person that that action figure was based off of. Yeah, because the action figures approach. never look like the real. No, it's person. always like slightly they're off, whatever. To. Like <laughs> if you go look at like a Ray action figure, it does like, not look like Dizzy Ridley. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You look at, like, Kylo Ren, it looks like Kylo Ren, but that's because he's got the helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> and if you take it off, what? it doesn't look like Adam Driver. It's not Adam Driver? No. No. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I, I think this is going to be a really interesting uh, and fun watch. Um, I don't really care how much it, like, ties to, like, the lore or any yeah, content of, like, Toy Story. Mm-mm. I just want it to be a fun, like, animated sci-fi yeah. movie. I think yeah. it'll be a great time. And... The fact that it's Buzz Lightyear is cool, but it doesn't even feel like it's like the same character because it's it's not, and it's not Tim Allen. It's Chris Evans, who sounds kind of like Buzz does in the Toy Story movies, but not really. And uh, yeah, I I think that it has like enough recognition of him being Buzz Lightyear, but also enough like room for it to do its own thing uh, that it'll be a fun watch and not feel like we're bogged down by like this being like Toy Story movie number five, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the Toy Story movies are like fun family adventures and this one just feels like a sci-fi movie yeah like, totally it's com- going for a completely different genre it's going for a completely i mean i guess it's a similar audience because it's like picture fans are picture fans right but like it's not the same thing like it's just it's removed enough from toy story that you can go see it on its own like if you've never seen any toy story thing he says you to infinity to. and beyond that's all you need to yeah, know. yeah. Like, well and it's like it's a genre movie like it's a sci-fi action movie like toy story like the genre is like family like the mm-hmm. like there's mm-hmm. not really like 
comedy maybe like there's not really like a driving drama to it other than like this is a movie you watch with your kids because it's about kids and toys and kids like toys you know mm-hmm. but this actually feels like it has the weight of like a genre and like some more plot beyond it beyond like what if toys talk yeah. you know there's more to Toy Story than more to Toy Well, no, Story. there definitely is. And especially as the movies go <laughs> along, they build yes. like a lot of great character growth for all these toys. But the initial premise of Toy Story feels like a lot more mm-hmm. um, narrow in terms of its scope. And Lightyear feels like it's like, we're going to take this character and set him on like this awesome yeah. like, adventure. adventure you definitely. Know? Um, do you think we're going to get like, more Toy Story references than just like to Infinity and Beyond and like Zerg and Buzz Lightyear? I don't know. I mean, it feels like there might be like a little hint at something. Like... Will I, somebody call the, him Mr. Light Beer? I don't know. <laughs> like what he does in but Toy Story 1. The, Maybe. But here's my question. In the Toy Story universe, do the little green aliens exist? Oh, the LGMs? Oh, are they in there? Yeah. In the, in the Buzz Lightyear universe, are they from could the same they be world? Because the like, could we get like a different version of those in the they're later movies? They're big this time. Ooh, yeah. like They're tie. only little when they're toy versions. In Lightyear, Huge they're like 30 feet tall or something. That are they like... Go, dangerous you have saved our lives we are because <laughs> i don't really know like they kind of they like occupy similar spaces but is that just because they're to- like is it just like having two different like well, space yeah. toys when you're a kid i don't know or yeah. if they're yeah. from well the same, they're not like... and i don't know because the lgms come from like the claw machine right yeah yes. and like buzz is on the shelf yes. so like you can't go to al's toy barn and buy an lgm you have to go to pizza but planet and you don't it. know that right you could like maybe the lgms know, are more been... of like a pizza planet branded item Ooh, like a chucky e. like that's their like logo or something well, so much have to the be Pizza explored. Planet logo on their shirts. Oh, so the that's the answer. Oh, then yep. Yeah. But maybe those are but just maybe, the Pizza Planet exclusive uh, versions. Yeah, what if it's like a like a Funko exclusive, uh, <laughs> like a GameStop Funko exclusive, like a licensing deal. Yeah, yes. like Pizza Planet licenses them from the company that does Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Who knows? We'll have to see the movie to find out. Well, I don't know. Maybe it. there'll be like there'll be like a Hertz like Pizza Planet or something like a little oh. wig wig. That's they actually go to a planet made of pizza. The Pizza Planet. And it's yeah, it's the symbol. And it's just shaped oh, like the wow. symbol of the pizza planet. <laughs> yep, confirmed. Wow. And then uh, the post credit scene of the movie is, uh, it pans out. It was all the movie the whole time, and you see little Andy there with a popcorn and a Woody wow. and he's like, shocked. Yeah. Get it? He's like, that'd be cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, for those <laughs> listening, Tyler just made a shocked face. Shocked, face. <laughs> shocked Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah. Yes. Uh, it doesn't translate in audio very well. But yeah. <laughs> no, I was... I was trying to do the, like, the comedic talent of Pixar would be, it cuts to little Andy, he's got his popcorn or whatever, and he looks just, like, normal face, but then his mouth, like, drops open. And he drops the the popcorn. And the popcorn, popcorn like, spills. And he drops Woody. (gasps) No! Not Woody! He does, because that's the plot twist for one. He's like, leave Woody behind to go to Buzz. Just saying. But then who did he almost take to college with him? Buzz was in that box. He did not even have a shot. shot. No chance. No chance. Bro, you know... Toy Story was made like I don't know. I feel like the people that made Toy Story three are not the kind of people to be like donating their toys. These guys keep their toys on the shelf. Totally. Forever. In the box. In the box. Not <laughs> no, no, like, Mint. Look at this nerd giving away his toys. No way. He doesn't know that that share of Woody dollars worth fifty million dollars. Yeah. It's an original. Body's like, F this, I want a fork. Uh, oh. All right, well, let's talk about the last trailer we have uh, for this episode today. This is Elvis. Also worth $50 million. Yeah, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, apparently, actually, I read something that 
Elvis, or not Elvis, but it's the guy that's also in this movie. Tom Hanks is playing the uh, Woody. Colonel yeah. or whatever, the guy that becomes Elvis's uh, manager. Yeah. And that guy, like, apparently, I was reading about him just, like, to see, like, why his life was chosen for this movie to be, like, based around, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, like, apparently, in later in life, like, after spoiler alert i guess elvis is passing um no way this guy like had such a bad gambling problem that he died with like only a fraction of the money that he would have from like all the all the business deals that he did with elvis like it's not that he died being worth like less than a million (laughs) dollars when like elvis is like one of the best selling artists in all history crazy um i don't think I don't know if they'll go into that in this movie, so that's like an so. extra piece of information. But this is Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. You know Baz. He did like direct movies like Romeo and Juliet, The Great Gatsby, and Moulin Rouge. This movie's coming out on June 24th, uh, theatrically in the U.S. after already premiered, and got a 12-minute standing ovation at the Cannes Film 12 Festival. 12 minutes? Pretty crazy. Bro, who stands Kansas, for 12 Kansas minutes? Kansas wild. After two. Can, like, what do you say? Con, Cannes? I should just I say Cannes. Cannes. But those film festivals have like some wild, like... Yeah time for standing ovation i don't know what's going on uh but this stars austin butler as elvis presley uh tom hanks as the dude that is like his manager and Mm -hmm. also is like from europe for some reason and has an accent the whole time (laughs) uh we got other actors actors and actresses uh playing elvis's family helen thompson richard roxburgh olivia de jong um and also like the cast list for this on wikipedia is like super long two columns because i feel like it has a ton of these like cameos built up of like people that have interacted or seen or been a part of Elvis's life throughout history so we've got like Kelvin Harrison Jr. is playing B.B. King Uh bro from Uh, Loose Cody Smith McPhee is in this movie as well so from Doggy Power looking at this like from the trailer vibes there's like I think this is basically like Bohemian Rhapsody meets Forrest Gump. Exactly. Like it's the story of this like very phenomenal musical recording artist and the history of how he kind of came to be known as who he is uh, but also overlaid on, like, this is the time period of history that he occupied. I'm just showing Jose all of the different recording artists that are lending themselves to the soundtrack. Oh, and the soundtrack is, inc- is crazy. Doja Cat is, like, the main artist Spacey on the, like, Casey. second uh, <laughs> trailer for this. And yeah. it's, like, a weird remix of Hound Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a review from the screening of the Stevie film in the festival that said that... Um, let me look it up. Wow. Eminem, CeeLo Green... They're all here, Everyone. plus Austin Butler himself. They gotta get in on it. But anyway, um, yeah, I read uh, a review from this movie after the screening at Cannes that said that uh, it's so crazy that this movie like interpolates segments of Backstreet's Back and Britney Spears' Toxic into the movie in an Elvis press like movie. that's how crazy this movie is it's like this conglomeration and I think that's what Baz Luhrmann does right like he takes these like movies that are set in like a time period or like have affiliations with the time period like The Great Gatsby or Moulin Rouge. Juliet, Rumi, Moulin Rouge and then like overlays this very like yeah. modern glitz and glamour like highly excess. stylized excess to it yeah. and uh, I think it's gonna be exactly what we want I, is it gonna be good I don't know but I think <laughs> honestly definitely think I'm excited to watch it in the theater because I think it's just gonna be the more at, I the, learn about the bonkers. movie the more I'm excited about it. Yeah. Like when I first thought it was just a random Elvis biopic with Tom Hanks doing it a, could just be my anything. sweet little child voice. <laughs> yes. Like I was like, this looks like whatever. But right? I kind of love how like overly stylized it is because that was Elvis' life. And a shot yeah. that gets me every time in the trailer is like the time lapse of him with all the different capes at the yeah. end of the shows, yeah. showing that like this dude was like a style icon, mm-hmm. had this incredible the show, music, had all the this dance. shit behind him. But also, it's the time lapse showing that like he had to do that shit day in and day fucking yeah. out, and how like routinely like his life progressed and it fucking ended up killing him yeah. uh i think the the story of elvis is some one that's like super tragic and 
interesting and how he came to be known as like this person that made rock and roll mainstream and effectively like stole it from the black community but maybe that wasn't even his intention doing it he was just motivated by these other people in his life saying like do this to make money you're white you'll make money off of this and Uh we'll make money off of your back like i don't think he did anything that he did maliciously in his career he was being motivated by all these other forces Uh and all these and like all these other like things that were happening in this period of history. It, it's super interesting. And uh, one thing that gets to me in this trailer is I look at so much of the performance of Austin Butler and I'm actually like really <laughs> excited so for it. There's yeah. like some great emotional yeah. and facial acting that I see in this. And I'm like, it captures what I think would be like the pain Elvis. and the emotion that would be He's on Elvis's face in these moments of, I mean, think about this guy going through the highest highs and the lowest lows yeah. um, of his life. Like, huge musical career going to serve in the war coming back to have this like painstaking career where you're doing the same show over and over and getting like shit on by the media and Mm -hmm. but also like every fucking girl loves you like all that tension like the the excess and the like i don't know insanity of fame Uh like being the first rock star I honestly don't know if any other director can capture that besides boslerman if i'm being honest like it's the perfect person kind of to do it I mean, and like you were saying, Austin Butler looks like he's doing like a kick-ass job of this. Like, and like when you look at where he came from, it's wild. Like, <laughs> Austin Butler ha- started off with guest roles on Ned's Declassified School Survivor, <laughs> Unfabulous, Drake and Josh, Hannah Montana, Zoe One Hundred and One, I Carly, uh, wow. Wizards of Waverly Place, on, like, all... Jonas, all of those the like kids the kids wow, shows, and now him. he's Elvis. Presley. Yeah, it's pretty Look incredible. Go. Yeah. With Tom Hanks, man. Tom yeah. Hanks. He's up there with Woody. If I'm being honest, Tom <laughs> Hanks is the part of this movie that I'm like the least excited for. But he's yeah. like, he's gonna play I don't know it. why Tom Hanks is is in this and why he's doing this weird accent. I feel like it, they just chose someone that would be like a recognizable name to get people in the theaters. And of course, like old people love Elvis, old people love Tom Hanks. Like they're gonna go to the theater okay. to see him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But you know. It could be anybody, I think, and and I don't really even know why or how much of this movie is like has a spin of like being about not just Elvis but about the relationship to this manager okay. character. Um, so I don't even know how much of the movie he'll be in, but yeah, from the style of the cinematography and stuff like that, the costuming, and what I see of Austin Butler's performance, that's like kind of all I need to know to be like I want to go see this movie for sure. Um, yeah, I don't and- know if it'll be like I said, good. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see for yeah. sure. Boz Lerman's films aren't always great, but they're always visually interesting. Yeah, yeah totally. And I, I mean, I will take somebody that tries to do something that's stylistically and like thematically unique. Like, you know, Romeo and Juliet is like just as much a like hyper stylized, like unique retelling of the Shakespeare story as mm-hmm. like Joel Cohen's Macbeth was of that Shakespeare story. But just like, a different type of style and a different type of like energy that you're bringing to that story. So, and why not try and do it for a freaking, you know, you did it for the great Gatsby another like classic American novel. Yeah. Why not do it for a biopic? You know, why, why not? Yeah. Um, I'll take this type of thing over like any type of stock biopic movie that is just Oscar bait any day. Like rocket man's style of biopic was rocket done in like Man. such a specific <laughs> style that I thought were uh, that I thought was was really cool and way better than something like Bohemian Rhapsody. And so I I look at Elvis and I'm like they're taking the risks and and trying That's to do true. something different. Um, so. Even if the risks don't pay off, I 
I it's worth taking the risk. The risk. I respect yes, for sure. It. What's the runtime on this? I feel like I it's always... a lot to. There's a lot of ground into... to cover for sure. I don't know what the runtime is. It's 159 minutes. And it depends. Wow. Do you include the 12 minutes standing ovation at the end? The 12 minutes. <laughs> it so says two... so these people sat for two and a half hours. Yeah. And then stood up. For and then 12. stood for 12 more minutes. <laughs> I would have just been running to the bathroom. sitting for a long time. Yeah, like, I guess my legs need a stretch. Yeah. I'm just clapping because of the peer pressure. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, I mean, I think it looks at least interesting. Uh, yeah, there some of the shots that I see, man, of Austin Butler doing this this acting, I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, sometimes the then there's there's the line where he's like, and he's trying to do the Elvis voice. It feels like a little cringy. <laughs> it has everything to do with us. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's That's really putting one. it on. But well, like, where it's just the facial acting, I'm like, ooh, I don't know. It looks really good. Chaos, looks intense. Looks painful. Looks excessive. <laughs> looks all the things that Elvis's career and life probably was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm here for it. Well, he yeah. gave us a thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, oh they have to. They and have one of my favorite to. moments, I don't know if it does not the sex trailer, but the first trailer, well, the trailer's coming to an end. It has the title on the screen. Mm-hmm. We have the voiceover go. Elvis has left the building. Elvis has so left good. the so building. So good. That better be the last line of the movie. And then do they put when he goes to Cuba? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I feel yeah. like it's a lot of his <laughs> early career. Yeah. I think it's a lot of his early But then it has the end of his career with like the Vegas residency and stuff yeah. too. So I don't know how much they're gonna how much ground they're gonna cover. Two and a half hours, they got a lot to work with. They so. have a lot. Yeah. They're gonna do their best. <laughs> Elvis, part two. Part two. <gasps> Coming twenty twenty four. With Tupac. And Biggie Imagine. Smalls. Oh my gosh. On the soundtrack. <laughs> they get him to re-record track. new songs. Yeah. They bring him oh, back. They, they weren't dead. All the Neither was Elvis. Never died the whole time. They're just chilling. <laughs> Paul McCartney, too. Is that what you meant by him going to Cuba? Yeah, but oh my gosh, I thought there was like a no, period of his life where he Cuba. actually went to Cuba or something. No, that's just what he said I thought you just were a really big Elvis Presley fan. I thought you knew more than I did too. <laughs> nope. Sorry, it took me a minute. That's so Jose's on a... Jose's like, oper- 3D chess, man. He's operating bro, on a different level. He's like not even going to tell me the onion line is the one he thought of from Shrek. No, there's a lot from Shrek. <laughs> no. There's a lot. <laughs> Well, thanks, Jose, for joining us on this episode oh, today. Thank you for uh, having me. Before we wrap up, I do have to ask both you, Jose, and you, Ryan, as well. That's and good. I'll probably answer. Might oh, as well. Man. I mean, I usually do. Uh, which trailer that we talked about today was your favorite trailer, and which movie that we talked about today are you most excited to see? Nope, and Elvis. It has to yeah. be those two. But, but which one? Also, which one's which? Which one's your favorite trailer? Which one's movie? Okay, my favorite stuff? trailer was Elvis. I Ooh, think it okay. had just so much so much different aspects to like the the trailer mm-hmm. um there's just so much that i was like seeing and wanted to see more and then the one i'm more excited for is nope nice yeah jordan peele scott yeah cool. yeah uh you know me classic marvel shill both my votes are going for thor nice. i think the trailer is so fun and i just need to see the thor dong you see thor dong yeah yeah yep <laughs> um you guys for this question i just have one word to say one word lightyear Nope. <laughs> Elvis? Nope, it's nope. <laughs> Thor? Uh, nope is like the number one. Yeah, my favorite trailer for sure. My most anticipated movie. I, I cannot fucking wait to go see this movie mm-hmm. as soon as I can. But I also am really excited for all the other movies that we talked about today. So, so well, it's a pretty con- close race. Congratulations, Jordan congratulations Peele. Congratulations, Jordan Peele. One vote from Jose. It's a, it's a little bit of a tired race now. It's we got three voters. Yeah, yeah. But a vote from Jose and two votes from me does make Jordan Peele the winner. That's yes. three votes. And uh, it's pretty pretty cool. Pretty Go cool. Um, we're, we're super stoked for Nope. Um, but before we leave, um, we like to plug ourselves. But before we plug preview review stuff, Jose, do you oh, have yes, anything, Jose, to anything to plug? I need to plug my Pokemon page. If you guys yeah. want to follow, if Poke. you guys dot are poke.mon.trainer, we collect Pokemon cards. If you guys Dude, are interested. Dude, if you're in the chat, you got to throw the crab emoji. 
Jose, yeah, I gotta be emoji. honest. I haven't seen you go live in a while. I haven't because I'm getting married. Oh, so yes, Jose's getting married. This budgeting to Lexi. Oh, to Lexi, not yeah. to Pokemon cards. Not to Pokemon cards. Sadly. Okay. Sadly. Uh, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> well, so, maybe for after. your honeymoon, you can pick up some sick Pokemon yeah, cards. Yeah, pick totally. up some of the. I don't know. What's like cool about. Holographic or something? Is yeah. that like? Yeah. You gotta get the V Max. Yeah, okay. the, the V Max. I don't know. The any full the lingo. But I do like watching. I like watch the lives. Yeah. Like that's a cool one. Yeah. It is fun to yeah. watch Jose live. If you're ever watching uh, and you see us in the chat, say preview review some us. Yeah, and yeah. then put the crab. Drop a crab. Drop crab a crab wave. in the chat. <laughs> Um, if you want to be uh, alerted when new episodes of Preview Review drop or see other stuff that Ryan and I are talking about uh, in terms of movies, you can follow Preview Review on Twitter and Instagram. And also you can follow Ryan and I on Letterboxd. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening to this episode. We had fun talking about movies with you, Jose. Yeah, and thank you. I'm glad you. that you got to listen in, audience, everybody out there. And I hope you will enjoy these four movies that we talked about today as much as we do. Good night. Good Bye. Night. <laughs>